Okay, actually, I, this is a riff that we can maybe go with, but um, the yeah, thing all of this other stuff that is going to offend our works or our families, so it's got to go. <laughs> we love you all. The thing oh, that why is our downloads dropped to zero? <laughs> Sorry, Damon. No, it's fine. I'm going to sit on this until I can get it out. Because it's uh, really important to you. I want to hear it. Yeah. Now, thank you for murdering the joke. <laughs> I don't even no, know. No, 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 yeah, no. I still, I still don't know what's happening. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just, we're just riffing. It's whatever. Give me the, give me the but, joke. Um, give me that hot joke. <laughs> the silence is the cold open. <laughs> no, no. It's just me saying, give me that hot joke, and Damon just silence. I'm just going to remix it. So, uh, but I don't watch the Big Bang Theory. Make where we talk fantastical worlds, their finances, and the ramifications of those finances on those worlds. Boom! Megan, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> uh, um, I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. And I had a running tally on you. I think that might be five out of... No, it's definitely no. that high. Now? It's three. <laughs> I, th- I did no. it right in episode four. I think I did it right in like episode nine, and I, and I did it right today. But they're not the same right. No, but they're all right. Okay. They're all well done. Thanks. We'll say that. Thanks, guys. Uh, I, I think his was an insult. You said thanks, but I think he said a mean thing. Did you say a mean thing or was that meant to be a nice thing? You said thing? they're all well done. Yeah, I said they're all well done. Oh, Doesn't mean they're right. implying that they're like not they're right. Overcooked? No, that they're <laughs> like, no, no, no. You said them lovely, but you said them wrong. I thought it's what he was oh, implying. Oh, oh. Yes, that's no. almost verbatim. Thank you for getting me in trouble. <laughs> I'm not mad. So nice um, recording with you all. I'll be in a cab on the day. way home. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited about that one iTunes reviewer who's going to be like, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just here to make that one person happy. Yeah, yeah. thanks, guys. Listen, Literally, it might just be you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Dan, what are we talking about today? As I ask you as you take a sip of beverage. That is okay. Uh, we are going to talk about Pokemon. Pokemon. Kind of like our Harry Potter one. This is a pretty deep well. There's quite a bit we can talk about. Um, so I imagine this will be the first of a non-consecutive number. I'm going to let Damon lead a fair amount of it because I don't have a specific... I didn't get a specific question. I just like, hey, let's talk. He just wants to kind of talk about Pokemon and I can talk about some of the money they're in. It's like the thing, number one thing in our relationship. He's like, I always want to talk about Pokemon. And I'm like, can we like talk about literally anything else? Elizabeth, I'm a millennial. <laughs> uh, I do you have, have couple, to understand. I do have a couple of money things, though, that I can touch on if we don't wind up getting the money any other way. Because, I mean, we can't have a Great, make-believe have a money that doesn't have any money in it. That's just make-believe. Uh, I think that takes us off to, like, you know, a, a small room with white padding, so... Is that all it takes? Uh, you want to do uh, ratings real quick? Oh, Damon, yeah. Damon, you start. Me? Yeah. Um, Starting with a champ. Ooh, like. Don't say champ. Um, <laughs> my <Aww>. champ? Oh, <laughs> oh. We'll see how many of those we can work in. <laughs> yeah. See how many of those we can wheedle in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Damon, turn this thing off. <laughs> Um, oh, I had another one. Nobody heard. Yeah, uh, Pikachu is a good number for your rating. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quickly running up on my limit here. 
I am not going to s- come into this episode. Give us a good meow and then be on his way. <laughs> no, go on. Liz, I might love you. I just want to be very clear. <laughs> I'm not going to say a high number. I am honestly only going to go with like at best, like uh, a very, very specific, like six and a half for mostly just what we're going to talk about with my idea for today's episode. Sure. Um, which is pretty limited to just Gen 1 and 2. Uh, so okay. uh, so red and blue. Canonically in America, uh, red, blue, yellow, uh, gold, silver, crystal. That's so. more than two. That's <laughs> well, so I many need to more move. than two. I need to move That's, my rating right on down. Oh, God. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll cover all that okay. um, in the, the in wrap. The, but yeah, recap. Up. So um, just before we even get to like the wrap about what, the Pokemon rap. Yeah, where we just to- <laughs> name a bunch of Pokemon. That's how we should end this episode. Just like gotta catch all of us try to do the Pokemon rap. Twenty nine seconds uh, of it for fair use purposes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's my destiny. Welcome, so, I know, I know. Um, so just a, a very quick summary of what this franchise is before we don't get to give our ratings. We, I mean, uh, no, let, no, 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 no. Okay, so I said six and a half. What are your ratings? Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Liz, why don't you do the plot first? So go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I want to hear your ratings. I'm, okay. I was going out of order. That's uh, fine. You want to go first, Liz? You want to go second? Uh, well, wait, what? You mean out of us two. Second or That's third. Why. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll go next. I've watched one episode of Pokemon when I was 12. <laughs> I've... Um, so I had a long-term boyfriend in the fourth grade. We had been boyfriend and girlfriend since preschool. It's still my longest-standing relationship. <laughs> We're getting there, David. David, come on, man. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> Time only moves so fast. It's true. And I didn't get true. married to that guy. Um, I technically haven't gotten married to Damon yet, either. When is Damon? No, yeah, I won't have gotten married to you yet. Still time. Um which is a thing that my family will say to you like over and over as we get closer to getting married because they hate me. <laughs> um, so, but when I was in fourth grade, like Pokemon was like a big deal thing. And my boyfriend at the time, like did like got the cards like you do. And like, I had a vague interest in it but I wasn't going to ask my parents for it. So I just asked him for some. I was like, hey, do you have any like spares you could give me? And he gave me a diggle. And Diglett. A, no. Ditto? No, it was a, it was, you know, there's like that one little moundy Doug Mulga. Trio. Doug Trio. The he three gave, of them? He gave me three of them. Yeah. The three of them, not three cards. Yeah, not three. <laughs> I not glued three them diglet. all together to make myself, I evolved <laughs> I go, my own diglet. I cut it out. <laughs> I made a little card. <laughs> Doug Trio? Doug, Doug trio. trio. That sounds like a really boring jazz band, right? We're the Doug Trio. <laughs> We're all Dougs and we uh, play a trio. They're all in green vests and shorts. Admittedly, I was never very uh, impressed with the ones that when they evolved, they were just more of them, like together. And I also think that my boyfriend at the time was equally unimpressed, which is the reason why he gave me that and like oh, one yeah. electric gave me what power he already up had thing. Or didn't care. Oh yeah, he didn't yeah. care. He had a great deck and he wanted to get rid of that. So he gave me those two things. Nobody played the game. We People just collected did, cards. Actually. You used the energy and stuff? That was always so boring. Yeah, they played the game. And I was like, like I, I can I play can't the use game. my cool power unless I have my eight normal type energy cards. Right. Well, they uh, they played the game and I tried to play the game once and was soundly trounced because I had but the one card <laughs> <laughs> and a power up thing. And a power up thing for the wrong type the wrong of Pokemon. Wrong type of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so, and that's my limited experience with it. I'm pretty sure I've seen the movie, but I don't really remember. I've watched 
like an episode or two of the show. Never played the video games. I've watched a lot of Feast of Fiction episodes about food from Pokemon because it's always really fun to look at. Fair. Uh, and that is about it. So I'm going to give myself a 0.25. <laughs> you played Pokemon Go for like three weeks Does when everybody else did. Really, that's the same as like I put the little dancing hot dog on top of my cat in Snapchat, but I wouldn't call myself a dancing hot dog aficionado. I might. I feel like that bar's pretty <laughs> yeah. low. <laughs> you don't have to do much I more. I didn't than do that. So. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go around and do our Snapchat ratings after this. But, um. Oof. <laughs> I'd say I really would say that I'm at like the be- at best a one. I have a very passing knowledge of Pokemon. Not even as good as the time that I could fake knowing Back to the Future too. You did a solid job there. Thank you, Damon. What'd you give for your rating? Like six. Okay, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say like a four. I am pretty darn knowledgeable about red and blue. I didn't end know there of, were more than that. End, end of, of the list. End of things that I am pretty darn knowledgeable about. I've seen the movie. I saw a fair amount of the TV show, but like, I'm like a 80 year old man when it comes to Pokemon. So if I see anything that's not 151, I'm like, what is this kid bullshit? And then I like turn it off, and I'm like, there's nothing after Mewtwo. Maybe Mew. Goodbye forever. So what you're saying is. You don't understand anything about them, and you call them Pokemans? Yeah. <laughs> what is the Digimons doing on the TVs? You guys all got your Beyblades out? <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a horribly embarrassing story about myself. Dan? I, you know, I really hope it's totally unrelated. Let's put it on the internet forever. We're yeah. amongst friends and strangers. <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, I was really into Pokemon, as you do if you're my age, and I had a Pokemon shirt. No big deal. It was like a... Uh, gray long sleeve shirt and it just said Pokemon on it. <laughs> and then we were taking our fifth grade like class pictures. Not like the individual ones, but we took a picture of like the like whole class. Like everybody standing on yeah. the risers. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But except we did it out in the um, playground. Swank. Well, I mean, it was just behind our school or whatever, but... They didn't let us go outside They like much. didn't have room for everybody and I was pretty tall for a fifth grader. So there's a picture of me with all of my classmates like smiling, looking at a camera, and it's me (laughs) hanging from the monkey bars, like (laughs) a little bit of my tummy showing in a Pokemon shirt, and I'm in in that like awkward fifth, sixth grade, I'm a little too chubby for a child, and it is, to this day, I am thinking about it right now, and my soul is, I'm getting so red knowing that that exists. It's such a shame. Like, I love Megan, and I'm so glad you guys are happy together, but it's such a shame that you're in a relationship because how fun would that be as a dating profile picture? Oh, oh and I would use it, too. I would absolutely use it for that. But oh, I God, mean, that's no. very specifically why he met his wife four years later. <laughs> I was about to say, I did not meet her. Th- I mean, it's not like I had really improved much when I did meet her, but... Oh, oh yeah. man. And just knowing that exists in the world still makes me... Here's a fun fact, like... Eight years later, I was like cleaning out old closets, and that shirt was in there. And I like had like <laughs> a panic attack on my floor <laughs> in my room. There's, it's okay, you know. School pictures are school pictures because there's like there's a set of pictures of me in like first through fourth or fifth grade where I look like a normal, real cute kid, and then I hit sixth grade, and there's just this picture. <laughs> me where i'm just like looking off into the distance with these bright weird eyes i look like i had just joined a cult and like i have my hair tied up in this weird little like teeny tiny braids on either side and there's a teeny little 
little knot at the top of my head, and I look like I've just met God. <laughs> Can we all agree sixth and seventh grade were the worst for everyone Absolutely. all the time, they everywhere? Should not, they should never, ever, ever document that age in photographs. I just, anyone who's a sixth or seventh grade teacher, like, send us an email, and I might just send you $20 out of just, like, <laughs> the good you do for society. We, have, we still don't have sponsors, and I'm, I will send you money just because, right. like, God help you. I don't know how you do it. My Aunt Christy is a middle school, like, tech and art teacher, and I just don't understand. I don't understand how you do it, lady. How you not, how you not quit. (laughs) How you not quit. How you not quit. It was very year to year for me. Like. Oh, your, like, quality as a person? Yeah. (laughs) Odd number of years were not kind. Oh. In school years or in, like, your age years? Yes. (laughs) Those things fell together, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so Damon, what's the uh, generalized plot of Pokemon? So, yeah. and this is kind of a little bit about. Well, uh, I'm just trying to collect my thoughts really quick. But uh, for this conversation, is primarily going to concern the game, uh, the game series. Yeah. Again, specifically Generation One, Generation Two, which are comprised of six individual um, cartridges of games. That largely cover this in groups of three, largely cover the same plot. Wait, hold up. You just said the number six, two, and three. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about two generations of a game. I'm a math person, and even I am lost. (laughs) Okay, so um, the Pokemon. Six, two, three. The Pokemon franchise, um, uh, we'll get very basic here, is uh, a game about um, capturing wild animals. Training them to do your bidding, and then dogfighting with them. Yep. Damon told me this like <laughs> this is all. It was off mic like a month ago, and it broke my heart. <laughs> I never really thought about it that way, but that is exactly what it is. Pokemon Go really kind of like levels that out for you right away because that's all you're doing is like capturing things in the wild. You're not even getting like emotionally invested in them no, either. You don't you're just them. churning just... them for like for stats. Yep. In Pokemon Go. And they can like get hurt and don't matter. Like Yeah, throw that one away. I'm gonna find another one down the street. Yeah, in an hour. I'm definitely gonna get another like friggin' Magikarp. <laughs> um, silence is the sound of Dan weeping as his childhood dies. But the best part is that like you like in order to like evolve your Pokemon in Pokemon Go, you just get a ton of them and then sell the Pokemon. For candy. For candy. And then you feed your best Pokemon the candy that you sold the other ones for. Yes, in the game, I will say, it's like, uh, oh, some some people use them for evil and are mean to their Pokemon, but you are, like, the good person in the world, supposedly treating them well. Do you think that really holds up, or is that, like, a... Like, if you were a... you were a person on the outside of this, like, main character in the game. Would you think that they were a good person? Uh, everyone's the hero of their own story. That's what I'm saying, is, like, is this person really a hero? Am I ruining this for you, Dan? <laughs> yeah, but I knew that this was going to happen. It was just going to be me getting beat down for like 40 minutes. So. And I'm not, just, you know, like, I'm not saying it's not fun. <laughs> and to be fair, like we do own In that they're pets digital. In the world. Like, we don't make them fight. We don't make we them don't. fight unless you're someone horrible. Yeah, I mean, the fun Michael of... Vick, I was going to say Michael us. Vick, but he's like worked his way back. Yeah, he's come back around a little bit. I mean, the fun of the competition is that they are digital animals that don't actually get hurt. But <laughs> actually, they, they only faint in the game. They don't, like, die. Yeah, that's why you go to a cemetery halfway through the game. What? You keep telling yourself that. Not in the original red and blue. Yeah, um, you do. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Work through Lavender the Town friend? Oh, you're totally right. Okay. That's all ghosts. <laughs> I don't know oh, no. anything about what I'm about to know, so tell okay. me everything. So, um, oh, no. so that's the thrust of the <laughs> mechanic, is that age. you are... You're capturing Pokemon uh, in order to training them them to compete with them in bouts of strength. Uh, That's the grand scheme. In the very first one, you're doing it to be able to walk out of doors. Well, yes. Wait, what? Otherwise, like apparently they like roam around in the wild. So if you don't have one, you're just gonna get like eaten by wild dogs. Is effectively that would honestly like we would probably feel a lot more chill about dog fighting if that were the case. Also, that if you left your house unattended, you would be attacked by by animals. I mean, I guess that's why we have left. I guess that's why we domesticated dogs in the first place. If we're being honest, yeah, Yeah, but like fight wolves. So. Okay, so the what's the like overall objective of this game? The overall objective of the game is that you are going to travel around the countryside collecting badges from uh, what are called gym leaders. Okay. Uh, who, uh, we'll get to that. But um, you collect badges from gym leaders, and then once you've accumulated enough badges, you go into this uh, sort of like master's tournament uh, where you compete uh, against the four or five. Elite four. The elite four. And then Plus the your, champion. Yeah, your yeah. rival is the champion by the time you get there. Yeah. And then you become the Pokemon master. So this is a, this is sports game. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to go into. But there's also a secondary objective, which is to capture all of the types of Pokemon that exist for scientific research. Or some would say, catch them all. Yes. You gotta. You gotta catch them all. It's you and me. It's and that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So go through this pot. You teach me, and I'll teach you. <laughs> okay. <Come on. laughs> so uh, you are a young boy. Um, no. You are 11. Also no. Um, which is apparently the age of majority in this world. Good Lord. Because yeah, okay. you just wander out into the darkness on your own. I don't want to spoil where you were thinking of taking this podcast, but the more you talk about it, the more I want to be like, so this is a nightmare hellscape apocalyptic world. We're right? getting there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like... Uh, at the age of eleven, you, you are you're <laughs> uh, you're kindly well, there's no other men. You get your bar mitzvah. Your kindly neighbor, uh, uh, Professor Oak, um, gifts you a Pokemon with the stated objective that he wants you to go out into the wild and catalog all of the Pokemon that are in the world. Okay, and you're like, sounds great. I'm also going to dogfight them. Yes. Well, you kind of have to for money. Again, even if you don't attack other people, you just get randomly attacked in the world. Yeah. Oh. And if you're going to go out... wild animals just basically roaming around this world. Is it possible to play this game without ever, like... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it. Um, yep. You have to, like, fight... You have to go to tournaments. You literally can't leave the building you get your Pokemon in without fighting someone else. No, no, but I mean, like, can you just, like, fight them if they attack you but not go to tournaments? You can. Yeah. It just It's hard because, like, there are certain skills that you aren't able to utilize until you've attained certain badges. Or levels, And, like, yeah. certain, yeah, certain levels of the game aren't accessible. Like, you can't train Pokemon past a certain level if you don't have a certain badge. Also, okay. remember, this is a video game, so if you do that, it has no point. It's well, just yeah. wandering around at random. I just know there's, like, uh, nowadays especially, there's, like, pacifist runs of most games where, like, you don't do anything that, like, there, hurts anyone. Uh, a lot of the challenge, like... You might be able to not hurt the wild Pokemon, but you would certainly have to hurt um, to progress the story along. You would like have to participate other in other trainers, just because like they, as soon as they see you, they're like, "Hey, let's fight!" And you can't <laughs> Rude. Get, you can't get places without like they block the way and stuff. Oh. So yeah, um, so it's pretty inevitable. But um, 
It's a very math-heavy game because it it's a very early game and it's entirely like numbers and yeah. statistics when you get down to it. Do you think that I would like this game? We've painted it in a really bad light. It doesn't sound very it's fun. A ton it of is fun endlessly fun, and you don't <laughs> think about about it that way, like when you're playing it. So it is hugely entertaining. <laughs> like every, I mean, that's why it's a phenomenon. Is people love it. It's so much fun. Can you have it right? Yeah, I have blue in the next room. Okay. Yeah, I've got. Uh, uh, I think I got red, and I have a cable at home. We could collect all 150. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh wait, so you need? Okay, hold up. Yeah, Let's go marketing over. at its finest. The red and blue games are the same game. The red and blue games, the red, blue, and yellow cover the same uh, region mm-hmm. uh, in the game called uh, Kanto um, that has all the same cities. Um, the plot is is completely the same red between red and blue. There's slightly more plot in yellow. So, sorry, red and blue... Exact yeah. same plot. The only difference is there's certain Pokemon that are only available in one or the other, which was marketing at its finest. Hey, Doorknob. Hey, Doorknob. So you needed to have both or have a friend that had the other one, and then you could trade for the ones you didn't oh, have. I always thought it was like a, <coughs> like if your friend had a different game or like you could play together. You can battle, You can too. fight each other, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was like so, like. Yeah. Like you cover the exact same ground. The only difference is, is that there are mirrored sets of Pokemon that are exclusive. I think it's like six and six. Does that sound about right? There's four a little. It's like twelve and twelve. I think. Is it okay? Yeah, it's a it's a higher number than you expect. But like, you know, there are like certain bugs that are more prevalent in blue than are more prevalent in red that you would uh, have to trade in order to get the entire one hundred and fifty one set. I feel like me as a very like loner kid, middle schooler would probably, I say loner kid, but I had a bunch of friends, but like I played video games by myself and didn't like do any of that crap. I would have been so annoyed at not being able to like collect everything. Yeah. It is frustrating. I was lucky. I had two, uh, I had two sets of friends who both partook and we had, uh, uh, cable thing, complimentary copies and the cable. Um, so we all were always able to trade back and forth. Although I don't think I ever completed the Pokedex, honestly. I did once. Anyway, it's 11. And also, this is a tangent, but do you remember, were you there in college? We were all replaying this game because, as you do, because <laughs> we were cool. And broke. Uh, do you remember our friend Ben? So uh-huh. there's a, there's a, it made me think of it as exclusive to one set, but there's a snake Pokemon called Ekans. You was just thinking about him. And our Buddy realized that that is snake spelled backwards when he was in college, and it <laughs> fucking blew his mind. I watched him like transcend to a higher <laughs> plane of being. I've never seen it written down. And then yep. we told him that Arbok, which it evolves into, is cobra spelled backwards but with a K, and he disappeared. <laughs> I've never, never seen, seen him, him since. <laughs> He's been yeah, gone. It's like forever. seven years ago. Um, oh. So yeah, so it it was meant to in it, like very purposely the creator wanted to encourage people to to make it a social game, and I think that's something they've been always trying to integrate into the and series. And Americans did what you would expect and just bought them both. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> um, as we do. So like red and blue, exact same plot, exact same dynamic, just different Pokemon. Yellow is uh, a little bit more of a complex of a plot because it kind of mirrors the um, the show, the anime. Where um, 
Pikachu is a very is the starter Pokemon that you get to lead off with. Um, all of the other starters you are able to accumulate over the course of the game, which you can't in uh, standard Red and Blue. Wait, That's another real? exclusive uh, like, limitation. Okay, so in red and blue, you get to pick from all the same you pick starters. From, yep, one of three, and that's the only one you can ever get. Aww. Unless you trade, Unless you with trade for it. Oh, okay. From elsewhere. But you can't get them in game. You have to trade from another game. Versus in yellow, you can get all You just come starters. across them out in the wild. Aww. I think you actually have to like do something They're, special to get them all, right? Well, you to, no, like, you, you have to like you. Or like you, you encounter you. very specific, like this is. A Bulbasaur that you come across like on the road, not like an, a, right, an event. Right, just like in the wild grass. He's just like he's a Pokemon like on the map that you oh. that you encounter. So like one solitary dude instead of just coming across random Bulbasaur here or there. Because in the normal game, you like you'll walk through grass and just like you find twenty of the same type of Pokemon because it's common to that area. It's like real animals where it's like you might find foxes <laughs> here and you might find wildebeest here and you know. Yeah, hawks here, or whatever. They're, they have they have their areas. Uh, so that's the that's like the difference. Mrs. <laughs> brain is like I don't give this a shit, like but my so, it's also I just, melting. I can't put together in my head how this is a fun game. <laughs> it's fun. It's uh, it's about your it's about the journey, you know. <laughs> um, so that's the main difference between those three. Um, then uh, a couple years later, they came out with uh, Generation Two, which is also called bullshit. Gold, silver. <laughs> And crystal, which had crystal pretty much the same. Was this just like they figured out how to make shiny cartridges? More or less, yeah. Okay. And also, they knew that Star Wars would come out decades later, and they wanted to do a crystal fox. So, just a tie-in. We've been talking about how I feel like those crystal foxes are bullshit. <laughs> Whatever, Ryan Johnson. I think your movie is beautiful, but that was a bad choice. <laughs> Go on. You're in the minority here. I, I think. know, and <laughs> um, I'll stick by my guns. So, Gold and Silver uh, aren't direct sequels, but they take place in a an adjacent region with whole new gems and a, a whole new plot. But once you complete the championship level, you then go back to the region from the first game, which they didn't replicate in the, the generations that followed after. So, you then go back to the first map, you play through all of the, the gems, time has advanced, and people are in like different locations. Things have changed. Um, buildings that were under construction the first time you walked past them in Generation 1 are now complete in Generation 2. Um, there are different gym leaders based on like people got old and like people changed jobs, air quotes. Um, Died? <laughs> no, no. Like, <laughs> when you say air quotes, got old and changed jobs. It sounds like grandpa in his sleep moved to Florida. <laughs> he, he moved to a farm upstate. I mean, that's with true. All the other grandpas. That Why is true me? for one gym, but um, and peacefully changing job. I mean, that your rival from the first game goes on to become the gym leader of one of the the later gyms. Do you guys become friends? It's a rivalry. It's not like an animosity necessarily. It's oh, so like, you guys are like chill, but you like. Oh no, he calls you like. Mean names every time you see him. Yeah, but I named him Butthead, so <laughs> I think it's mutual. You're a very mature eight year old. Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, you got him, David. Um, so like it, it, it was a very interesting, cool dynamic, but they didn't replicate it going into Gen three. Um, uh, but otherwise, it's all the same thing: gold and silver, same plot, different exclusive sets of Pokemon based on which color you were playing through. Okay. Um. Same thing with uh, 
the crystal didn't try to mimic the show again, though. As far as I can remember, the only major difference was that you could now be a girl. Great. So I just do that thing where I pretend I'm a girl through all the things like every other piece of media that I enjoy. With a hat. With a hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did you want to talk about? Yeah. So what? That now was, we know that it's a horrifying, sad dog fighting world. That about I'm, 30 minutes. Well, no, <laughs> it's fine, though, because the wild dogs attack you first. So Sure. Greedo. You don't then have to bet on them for money, but you do. Because I'm pretty sure... <laughs> yeah, so sure, when you fight other trainers, it's for money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we are playing through a game that takes place in a post-war oligarchical hellscape. Which, listening to you describe it, sounds correct. <laughs> I mean... Sorry, I'm just thinking through all the implications of that. Uh, there's no men... Really, there's only old men. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Surge talks about in the war. Oh, yeah. The only men like of age that you meet are military figures. Yeah. Oh, there's no and like high scientists who would probably be able to get out of the draft or be participating participating in like in uh, military Medicare. research. Or yeah. yeah, there is no apparent economy other than one mart in every town and dog fighting, which is how the only way you can earn money. I was going to say, what what is this money? And is gambling. it like coins or is it like... It's polka dollars. Yeah. Polka dollars? Related to the Pokemon directly? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is everything related to the Pokemon directly? It's very on brand. Poke yeah. this, poke that? Yeah. Yeah, Pokedex, Pokeball, Poke whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Try the... Uh, there's a lot of um, reconstruction happening. There's yeah. a major bridge that you can't cross until after a certain event in the game um, that you're led to believe is under reconstruction from something. There's apparently a metal shortage because the only metal thing you can buy is a bike, and it's a million polka dollars, and you cannot afford it. Yeah. Someone gives you like a free, free one, basically. Oh, I was going to say, is it like an end of the game thing? No, no, your wallet literally can't get big enough to buy it. You get a voucher for it by some grateful old dude. Oh, yeah. does it just make it easier to get around? Yeah, you just go faster. But I'm just thinking like metal shortage makes sense vis-a-vis major conflict. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, assuming that, you know, if your comedy is based on dogfighting, like the war must have been pretty like Pokemon battle centric. Well, yeah, I mean, again, Surge says, like, this Pokemon saved me during the war. So presumably it was, like, legions of people with legions of Pokemon all, like... That sounds horrifying. ...meeting on some sort of battlefield. All these sweet, cute Pokemon just, like, murdering each other and the humans that are keeping them alive. Good Lord. Yep. So that means that not only are the Pokemarts, like, the only, like, retail space, but they're all military surplus. Oh, that would make sense because they're all like things to heal Pokemon, keep them away from you, capture new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, I remember you guys mentioning that like food is just as expensive as like, or that Pokeballs are more expensive than. No, a bottle of lemonade is more expensive than a Pokeball. Yeah. So here's the one piece of math I actually did. And again, there's a lot of things we can talk about. So yeah, we'll zoom in on other things like as we go along. But I just think that like, this is an interesting set of rules to like keep in mind like as we move forward through this. Here's the one piece of math I did do, which is you basically have to become Pokemaster in this world or you're going to die. 
What? what? That's very dramatic. Oh, that's so I'm dramatic. not wrong, though. So, you as this kid start out, and you basically fight everyone in your region, right? And in the game, you can only fight each person once, presumably either because their Pokemon are remain fainted or they are out of money. Like, it kind of seems like basically this is just like a warrior-style, like, roving gangs, and they're like, they because, again, they come up to you and say, we're going to fight, so seemingly they just attack you to get your money because it's the only way to get money in this world, presumably. Yeah. And wait, you can only fight them one time. So if Except you lose. Except for the Elite Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if you lose, you can fight them again. Oh, oh, oh. But like once you've beaten them and collected their money, oh. they're Because out. it does that video game thing where if you lose that fight, never happens. So try again, you fool. No, yeah. you, you black out and you lose some of your money. But oh. yeah, then you wake back up and you're fine. Okay. But um, your Pokemon. Scars. Well, you can. Yeah, exactly. So basically, though, you have the only people you can refight are the Elite Four, right? Mm -hmm. The only way to do that is to beat all eight gyms and be challenging them for the Pokemaster title. So I did the math. If you beat every trainer in the game, you make 312,193 Poke Dollars. Whoa. Okay, great. Okay. Of that, the Elite Four is 23,364. But that's the only fighting you can do repetitively. So, if a fresh water, which we know, is 200 Poke Dollars, that means you can buy, if you defeat everyone one time, 1,561 bottles, of, bottles water. of water. Assuming you got to drink eight glasses a day... That gets you 195 days. What? That is about less than a year of water if you defeat everyone in the region. And the only way to get more money to buy more water is to defeat the Elite Four. So basically, the reason everyone's dogfighting is to get their Pokemon stronger so they have the resources to stay alive. But we're not even talking about you have to feed and water your Pokemon, right? Like, Mm, No, they put it in like like, a stasis chamber. for it. Jesus Christ! Yeah. This game and then they so can like dark. they get healed by a machine. Good yeah. Lord! <laughs> I thought probably it all sounded probably, terrible, but in the game, it's like this nice little like mart that you go to, and they're like, "The oh, healthy again. We love you." Probably also completely funded with military surplus. Yeah, you. because you don't pay for it. Yeah. So it's got to be like, yeah, military tech that was to get soldiers back into the battlefield that well, they repurpose for the individual no. market. But that's the working class man. Like that is just like Joe on the street, Pokemaster, who has to like go out and like earn his money. Also, I want to talk like what's the bare minimum amount of water you need in a day? As like a person as like me? As a human being, like how much water do you need to survive? This is a finance thing. I don't know shit about well, shit all about saying. biology. It's like eight glasses of water a day sounds like a very nice thing to do and certainly a privilege that we all enjoy. But if you can okay. only Say it's two. That gets you 780 days. That's so you've got two years. Two years. You got two years. Uh, and that's if you defeat every person in the game, including the Elite Four. If you beat if you're really one good. guy who gives you 120 Poké Dollars, you can afford zero water. How is Team Rocket alive? Well, that's my point. Is like, So we have this government that is recovering after... Uh, a war. Mm-hmm. There's major public works projects underway. So there's construction of bridges, like there be buildings being bit, built. So there's money entering this economy in somehow, in some way. 
Um, and if that all that's being done, it means that there's some organizing body at the top that's making things happen. I am contesting that the people in charge of this are uh, a collection of businessmen who are war profiteers that are fine that the war is over, but are now using the infrastructures that they built for their war machine to create <laughs> well, damn, a uh, like a, a forever war on the streets of <laughs> their own nation uh, just for the furtherment of their own economy. So is there an option in the game to eat the rich? <laughs> <laughs> well, the major villain in the first two games is the rich. Is, it's uh, true. Is the final gym leader, Giovanni, who is the head, head of, of Team, Team Rocket. Rocket. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Team Rocket is bigger than just Jesse and James? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a whole Team Rocket like, is a criminal, uh, is a, like a mafia organization. I had Jesse no idea. and James are like the incompetent nincompoops. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. There's a whole, Team Rocket. No, like, there's a whole organization behind them. And I guess you could argue like the only stable good jobs in this economy are gym leaders. So do you just like give a cut of everyone you beat to Team Rocket to, like, stay in charge of your gym? Um, I don't think that the gym leaders are necessarily, like, stable jobs. I think that they're almost, like, uh, like feudal lords in a way. Mm, they like, run whatever town I think they, they I think they are, are somewhat in. in charge of the town that they are in. Uh, mostly be at, like, at the, the uh, permission of this, you know, horde of oligarchs. Because so the they, presence of the gym leader are they furthers one of the oligarchs or are they like at their behest? I think they're at their behest because like they don't themselves seem to be overly wealthy necessarily. I just think they're good trainers that bring competition and commerce into these. So they're kind of like prize fighters almost. Yeah, yeah. Like they are given a, a life a, like a, it's kind of like a. a successful gladiator back in the Roman days where you given a life of luxury because you were good business, but you're still yeah. under the thumb of oh, some sort of like a movie star. Overlord. Yeah. So like a we, golden age movie star. Yeah, kind of. So we've decided that, that. the, the Pokemarts are likely, uh, like military surplus, military surplus, probably owned then by the people who ran the war machine, a la the oligarchs. Yeah. And they're the, so we've decided that the Pokemarts are, uh, government surplus, likely right. owned by this collection of oligarchs. Um, uh, we didn't bring this up yet, but I believe that the Poke Centers, where you go to treat your Pokemon and be healed yourself, are uh, government-run, are uh, uh, single-payer healthcare. Like it's completely socialized healthcare. There's no expense for you to well, go in it there. It makes total sense if you're the oligarch to because if you're gonna try to make it this like apocalyptic, you have to fight to survive thing, then it makes total sense for you to give the ability to heal your Pokemon for free. Otherwise, people will just be dis disincentivized. Yeah, to give compete. up on that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so these oligarchs are not people that you ever see in the game. Well, I think you meet. Two of them, wow. Giovanni for sure. Giovanni for sure. Okay, and but he's the like the final boss. The, ones that like help run these towns. the benevolent one. You there is a dungeon in the game um, that uh, is a is a corporation that's being attacked by Team Rocket, and it's a corporation that it, that you're pretty much led to believe is responsible for the creation of all of the Poka technology, Pokeballs, the whole thing. Um, and you meet the CEO of that company, so. 
as far as I'm concerned, he and maybe he, Giovanni, and an unseen number of other collaborators are the government, more or less. Right. Um, because as best you can tell, he is sort of driving uh, the infusion of, of income into the economy of this entire region. And uh, there's probably other people who, you know, are managing the, you know, the work for the healthcare system. There are people who are trying to get, you know, the utilities back up and running. There's people who are running the infrastructure. Like, it's not just that... So you're arguing that they have, like, a philosophical difference and Giovanni is just, like, taking him out of power to consolidate his own position? I think so. I think that it is... I think it is, like, a confederacy of oligarchs that Giovanni is trying to transition into being, like... More of a dictatorship. Some sort of autocracy. This game is rated E, right? Yep. (laughs) For everyone. So here's the question. Is Bill so? Bill is the guy who's designed the Pokemon storage system. What's the name of Ash's friend? Misty or Brock? Butthead. Probably. Brock. Oh, Brock. Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> so is uh, Bill like just been threatened within an inch of his life to like, or paid off to let people use his storage system because again, it serves their ends, and he I seems think to be he... relatively like he's just okay researching alone in peace as long as he doesn't like. I think he might be like an indifferent an indifferent benefactor. All right. Because like he himself appears to be somewhat wealthy given mm-hmm. that he has that SSN the, ticket. The SSN ticket. Um, and clearly like if he has that sort, if he is able to introduce this influx of technology to help facilitate this, he's got to wield some level of power. Yeah. Especially that he's like, you know, he lives in a private home. Like mm-hmm. he's, in an area set, he's like one of the only people who lives like separate from like a, a group, community. a yeah. community. So, you as a character live in a separate home. No, this you person Bill parents. that you encounter. No, no, but I mean, do you as you a live character? with your parents oh. as part of what they say is a town, but it's two houses and a lab. But in theory, it's its own town. Yeah, it is a very short walk away fair, from the, a slightly bigger infrastructure town, though. I and think the, it's a suburb. The weird like. Elite Four Pokemon champ is also like a hop, skip, and jump away from your house. Yeah. The television show will have you believe that this is all several days' walk through like uninhabitable forest, yeah, though. Yeah, isn't most of their time spent walking through forest? So here's my question then What are the Elite Four? Because they're not the oligarchs themselves in so theory, right? I think that the Pokemon champion is like a. Uh, is like a figure? Like, head, a, like a battle is like a, a trial by combat. Uh, like prime minister. I think he is a political figurehead that like uh, wields a lot of like uh, some uh, symbolic power. So is it? Like but a, he himself does not like make policy decisions. Is the system like a fake hope thing? Then like keep people focused on getting to this wealth and prestige of being the Pokemaster, so they continue to spend money and do this and do that, and they don't challenge. Like they have a purpose, so they're not challenging the system as is. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and we have no context for like what came before the war, even. So yeah, like you fair. know, for all we know, like this is like maybe an objectively better system, even if it's not necessarily like the most morally like pristine one. Well, I mean, you got to figure if it wound up here, there was at least a few wiles of just chaos where like people were on their own. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing that I came across. Uh, I was talking to a friend about this, and. Um, 
so all of the trainers that you meet in the like on your path for the most part kind of fit into like cliques and like groups. Yeah. And there's I junior trainers, there's beauties, there's like bikers. Beauties. Yeah, they're like yeah. they're like hot girls. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. There's bikers. Supposedly, you weren't impressed. Uh, there's only 16 <laughs> bits, you can tell. Um, <laughs> but like How many bits do you need, baby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Uh, but I think they're like battle clans. Like I think that they are like warriors. Yeah, I think that they're like <laughs> to play finger symbols. Well, like because he has the bottle caps, on, yeah, or the bottles on his hand when he does it. But I don't have bottles on my hands because I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm a grown up, and I'm not trying to eat olives or bugles, so <laughs> which I would still do it on my fingers. Correct. Uh, but yeah, I think that they are like a shared wealth group where like they are kind of out competing. Uh, like they're trying to generate like a, um, you know, a sub. They're trying to generate a foothold in this economy, like outside of necessarily the overall like Pokemaster system. More importantly, I would join the youngsters because there's one trainer who just walks up to you and his cry before battle is, "I like wearing shorts." <laughs> and then he fights you. Like As a child, that made me laugh every time. I can tell you, he's on his way. Um, to the tunnel between uh, the first and second gym, and you would just get there and you go, I like wearing shorts. And I'd be like, I get you, man. I also like think, wearing shorts. It makes me think of that show, um, I'm Sorry, on TV, <laughs> where it's about this lady who's a comedian and she lives in California, and the, the neighbor across the way like always wears shorts, and one day she points it out and it's just like, hey, you're wearing shorts again. She's wearing shorts too. And so every time he sees her after that, he goes, shorts. And she's just driven crazy by it. She's like, I don't know that I can ever say shorts again to this man. <laughs> and her husband's like, how hard is it to just say shorts every day? And so the next time he says shorts to her, she walks up to him and she goes, okay, look, we, we don't have to do this. Like, I know you're probably doing it because like, you want to like be friends with me or like whatever. And he's just like, we can just be friends. It's okay. You don't have to talk like this anymore. We don't have to make this stupid joke. And he goes, how hard is it to just say shorts? And then <laughs> he never talks to her again. Um, yeah, it does make sense now that you think about it, though. You have to travel through forests and caves to, like, get from town to town. Shorts would be a very sensible choice for that. I don't think oh, so. Oh, I don't even mean shorts specifically. <laughs> the fact that, like, post-war, like, Presumably, there's some sort of road that was yeah. destroyed. Yeah, well, like, you think about even just the walk between Palatown and Meridian City, is there, there's, like, paths that just run out, yep. you know? and there's random, like, wild animals. Yeah, like, there's, there well, like, infrastructure Pokemon. that you have to cut down trees to get to. Oh, that's true. Do you think all these wild Pokemon were once Pokemon of the war? Do you think Pokemon existed in the wild before yes. the war? Well, that's a good, well, According that's a, to the mythology, they've been, oh. They're oh, they've just, been all around? Yeah. I was, I was saying, thinking. were they all domesticated and then some went feral? Ooh. Like they used to be wild, they were all domesticated and then went feral? Or they were always some amount of feral? Because here's my thing. I, don't, I think they were all domesticated at some point. Otherwise, in the, so your Pokemon get stronger by fighting other Pokemon? Everybody who's old, and there are some old people in this um, world, would have super strong Pokemon if they sensed the day they were 11 needed to be wandering around protecting themselves. Just by the sheer amount of, like, wandering from town to town, they would have leveled their Pokemon up to 100 eventually, right? Yeah, you gotta figure, maybe it's So it's, it's like maybe a post-war post only thing that people started carrying, like, average people started carrying them for protection. 
Maybe. I well, and also, like, maybe there was this infrastructure before the war to protect it. Like, if that's true, there's electric you know, fences or whatever hanging around. Electric fences, areas. patrols, like, you know, the like means of moving populations between so, locations, like escorts, you know, through here's the, the forest. Real answer, though. The oligarchy let them out to make more people need Pokemon. Oh, oh my God. Well, the war, they had them all in like cages somewhere, and they were like, whoops. Forgot to lock that one. Oh, well, actually, you just made me think of two things. So Holy there crap, might be some guys. credence to that because, like, the um, the electric... I can only think of calling it the electric company, but that's a TV show. <laughs> For but children. The, the electric um, company. Uh, the electrical power, power plant um, <laughs> is, like, uh, oh, yeah, totally is crippled. It's completely overrun by Pokemon and, like, uh, is, like, only... It, like, it's inhabited by another gang of like very like electric type specific uh trainers do you have to like clear him out to get the power plant up and running Is you don't like really touch it but like come to think of it there like there's no real and zapdos is there yeah it's true zapdos yeah. is there um but like there's no real evidence of like electricity in, in the world. game yeah um like Except i think maybe in one of the tunnel systems there's like lights but like I don't know that that is like it's not like people it remark on there being light though. in their home. It could home. easily be just like that. There's gaps in the ceiling. Like it's just not as like are there just dark like, cave. Yeah. dark because there is like a spots. cave that's entirely dark and you need a Pokemon move specifically to light it up. There's no flashlight. There's no, there's no light torch. switch. No. Yeah, you oh, have that. to teach a Pokemon a, a move in order to light up a cave. Light up the cave. Wow. To get yeah. through it in theory, although you can see the walls in the game, it's kind of glitchy. You, you can, like kind of make, make it work. Probably make it work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dang, this goes so deep. But some, uh, and this may be evidence against that. But in the second game, um, a town that you come to come to does have a lot of uh, evidence of electricity. Um, so they're the ones who the, won the war. Well, no, like the war is over. I just think the oligarchies returned order, but I think that it's kind of like on a on like a need to like a like a slow release like we're establishing power and like a grip on society and then you get more utilities and more this or that. Dang. But also like the creme de la creme of Pokemon, Mewtwo it's is genetically engineered. A genetically engineered Pokemon likely to be used as, as a, a military super weapon. Yeah. That's how I always sort of felt about him was it like So is Mewtwo a weapon of mass destruction? Likely. I don't know. Her boy. Do you think that's what happened? Like, they Mewtwo'd everybody? And no, Mewtwo all... escaped. Oh, okay. But Mewtwo, they... like, Frankenstein, his, mon- his masters, and, yeah. like, blew up the island that they were uh, c- creating him on. So they never got to use him? Not as a it's weapon. A, yeah, he it was like... a Jurassic Park style. Like, they got so oh. wrapped up in what they could do, they didn't think about whether they should do it. Yeah. And, and then he goes and lives away. in a cave. What you don't know is that Jeff Goldblum features heavily <laughs> in all Pokemon games. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's Brock, Missy, and Jeff Goldblum <laughs> as Pikachu. It's he just Pikachu. never speaks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you seen there's a Pikachu, Detective Pikachu movie coming out, and Ryan Reynolds is doing the voice of Pikachu? I have no idea how that works. I don't know what it is. Detective Pikachu is I a video game. I hear that it's, like it's going to be like a live-action like yes. CG character moving through the yes. world thing. So Detective Pikachu is a game where Pikachu is a is a person like a character a crime fighter wearing a little Sherlock Holmes deerstalker cap 
and he talks and he's got a deep set man's voice in the like Japanese version of this game anyway. That makes it way worse that we're fighting them. Isn't it? It's smart enough to he talk. He can solve crimes. Mm. Mm. I mean, Meowth can talk. Yeah. Not in the video game though. Aww. You can only say yeah. Meowth. It's weird that they say their own names. It's like they've got a complex enough mouth to handle syllables, but like No, I think it just means that we're very uncreative in naming them. Oh, we just do We that just walk through the like when we it's call like, things like a chickadee because it makes that sound. Well, yeah, it's like if our cat like all cats were just called like meow. Like <laughs> we would call our cat <laughs> <laughs> Our stupid cat. <laughs> um but yeah, so that do you Sums guys have any more up? questions? Test my theory. Push back. I, have I so mean, many there's questions. there's more money stuff we could talk of, about, but just like in general, setting scene for the world to come back and talk about it again. No, I mean there are definitely countries that are run that way. I would like to talk. I would like to talk more about that in the future. I would like to talk about that. I would like to talk more about food in Pokemon because it's very interesting to me. You can't buy food in the actual game. There's no like you can only food. Buy food. Water you only buy and drinks. Lemonade and what's the last? But one? do you need water and lemonade? No, no, it's just like a. It's actually something you feed your Pokemon. What? Yeah, yeah it's not it for you at all. Healthier. Yeah, it takes the place or, of like a potion. That's not true. Also, guards. Guards? Yeah, you can't get into that one city until you. Oh, you do have to give There's the guard. There's a bunch of guards that yeah. like prevent you from coming in, and they're like, "Can't come to the city, but man, I'm thirsty." And then you give them water, do and they're like, them? "Oh, that's the best bribe ever. Apparently, fresh water." Man, this world is shitty. You know, yeah, what the hell? All you need to yeah, do that he would rather have is give them fresh water. You don't even have to like find them a beer. Like water yeah. is enough. Or give them a Pokemon, or it's just literally water. Yeah, or go like street fight for more money to get to bribe him with money. Like money is more useless to him than water. Can't eat money. Yeah, can't eat money. Can't dogfight with money. Well, you can literally dogfight with money, but you can't In fact, let that's the what fight. You, dog fight for. you can't. You can't do the fight with the money. Gambling is another major element of the economy. I think I need like, to play oligarch. this game. Yeah. You and that being said, we've described this as this horrific it landscape. It sounds like Half Life to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> so fun and like chill and positive harmless and like when you play it though i'm gonna yeah. play it but this is the thing so i didn't get to go to disney world until i was 26 or so so i have a very different view of disney world than i would have if i were a kid and now i feel like you've ruined pokemon thoroughly for me so when i get to play it it's gonna be a nightmare hellscape it's gonna feel like playing portal where like everything is ruined and you're just kind of roaming around and the computer keeps benevolently telling you what to do but trying to murder you well i have both a game boy and it and the game, Damon probably has the same. And also, there's emulators all over online, so you should play oh, it and emulators? report back. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. All kinds. Sick. That's how I played any game after Gen Two. Is I would just wait for an emulator to come out. We don't give real advice on this podcast. Oh yeah, I did totally did not do that illegal thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are emulators again? Huh? I'm what? not familiar. French? Quoi? <laughs> um, uh, Vas? I feel like I want to say something funny to end, but now I'm just sad about my childhood. We just talked about how we definitely don't steal information on the internet. Uh, It's just more of I'm just sad about Pokemon. Um. Again, like I can't stress enough. Like this is a game that was made for children by a guy who just wanted kids to to go Go out and play with friends. Like 
Um, that makes me feel better. Thanks, probably Dan. not a lot of thought was put toward like the oligarchy, the socioeconomic realizations of not acknowledging that there might actually be a polka president or like you know, like uh, a, sort of a democratically elected like polka congress. You know, like <laughs> man. I think that, we, that the best note to end on here is that Damon named the rival butthead. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy. I'll give you that. I mean, there's only eight characters. Like, you gotta make a choice. Can you get to name eight characters? No, there's eight characters worth of data that you can write there. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. How many characters do you get to name? Do you get to name yourself? You get to name your po- You do get to name yourself, and you get to name your Pokemon. <gasps> you uh, know I love naming random electronic animals. It's my favorite game. <laughs> well... There yeah. you go. I think I will have fun. Came back around for you. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go find a, my fiance's copy of Pokemon. <laughs> and in the meantime, we've been Make Believe Money. Uh, I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. Thanks for listening. Um, be sure to rate us and review us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice and tell friends who don't know us about us, but also friends who do know us because, like, listen to our podcast, friends. We like you. Um, Thanks again to Charles E. Miller, as always, our composer for our music, and also to the to the veterans of this Pokemon world. May they rest in peace. Don't fight animals. Don't fight animals. How'd you forget the cemetery?